Welcome back. You're listening to This Week with Carol Coleman and Justin McCarthy. What's it like to work for Vladimir Putin? What's it like to speak out against his regime and live in exile with a constant security presence in your life? Our next guest knows exactly what it's like. Boris Bondarov worked for the Russian Foreign Ministry as an advisor on nuclear non-proliferation based in Geneva. He resigned from his posting in May last year over the war in Ukraine. I spoke to him earlier from an undisclosed location in Switzerland and asked him what his life is like now after speaking out against Vladimir Putin's regime. Well, uh, I felt some certain relief because I don't have any longer to speak on behalf of my government and to to say, to spread these lies and false information and to be part of the disinformation campaigns. And I am I'm enjoying the luxury of speaking my mind. That's I think that's great, and that's what I haven't been enjoyed for 20 years mm. in my uh, foreign service <laughs> uh, career. So yeah, so, but, but uh, well, from the point of view of daily routine, my life is much simpler. You're living in exile now. Presumably, it's not safe for you to go home. Uh, yes, that's why I, I'm not going home. That's why I had to uh, request the Switzerland for protection. And do you live with a security presence in your life now constantly? Yeah, we can say that. Uh, do you think you'll ever be able to go home again? I think yes. I sincerely hope for that. And I think that well, Putin's regime is not forever. It may seem to be very powerful and frightening, but I truly believe that we are witnessing its uh, its agony, so to speak. It may last for a couple of years, but I'm sure it will not be very long. You mentioned that you're enjoying the freedom of being able to speak your mind. What reaction did you get from the, the Russian regime when you decided to speak out against the war in Ukraine? Did, did you receive a backlash, any threats? Or, or did they just cut you off? As far as I know, there was only one statement uh, made by uh, Russian uh, President Press Secretary, Mr. Peskov, who said something very briefly that if I am not with them, that I am against them, something like that. And that was uh, essentially all. Very few people have done what you have done, have put themselves at risk and spoken out like you have. Why do you think that is? If you want to do that in a, in a country like Russia today, if you want to express your disagreement or disapproval of what your government is doing, of course you pose yourself to some kind of risk. But first of all, you may have problems with your job, you may have to quit, and then seeking for another job may be quite problematic. And also there is fear, I'm, a, I'm sure, fear of some uh, you know, prob- probable persecutions or even repressions. So I think most people who think like me and who share my thoughts, my views, they are not following because they, they, they are afraid of, uh, of uncertainty first of all, Mm. and uh, for the fear of kind of, you know, negative consequences for them from the government. What do you think is going on within Vladimir Putin's inner circle right now? Are are there people in his regime who are growing weary of the war, who want it to end, or 
or, or do they want it to continue indefinitely? Um, I believe we can roughly divide or Putin's circle into two groups. First, which is the closest to him, I believe, in, but the smallest, is his former KGB colleagues, KGB officers, who really want to have this war forever because they are really, they like brainwashed themselves with all Soviet propaganda about the cunning and evil West, which wants to destroy Russia and all. So those people who are now, they have the most influence in Russia. And this group includes President Putin himself. But the other group, much uh, bigger one, those people, they didn't want this war, of course. They just wanted to keep, you know, keep stealing, keep misusing funds, whatever, keep uh, their corruption schemes, uh, they keep... Uh, you know, laundering money in the European banks and all. They wanted just a luxury lives, and they didn't plan for any war. They didn't plan for any sanctions and all. And of course, they understand that they have lost already much, very much. And they see no prospect, because if this war goes on, they will be losing more and more and more. And if this war is over, they will be, uh, well, with, with nothing, with nothing. So I think, yeah, they, they can be a bit desperate now, but still they, I think they are afraid of Putin and his uh, security services, first of all. And the second, they lack mutual trust between themselves. So that's why it is very, I think it's very dangerous and very problematic for them to, to agree on some kind of, you know, organized opposition, mm. so to speak. But maybe with time it will change. And that was the former Russian diplomat Boris Bondarov speaking to me a short time ago from Geneva.